Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The 11 to 1 show. Glastonbury oh you would have loved it highlights from this year's festival on the way first here's George Michael George Michael Freedom 90 they can almost taste the freedom some of them have tasted freedom already the school kids primary school kids this is the last week isn't it before the taste of beautiful freedom for eight long, hopefully hot weeks in the summer, playing and having just carefree time for yourself. I was dropping my little fella in this morning and he'd face him. And I says, what's the face for? And uh, he's like, oh, it's ages. It's ages till the summer holidays. I said, you've got two and a half days. Come on now. Two and a half days. It's so long, he was saying. I mean, you know. And I says to him, right, okay. It's going to be really quick. I promise you. These two days are going to fly. Then you're going to be off and I don't want to hear it once. I do not want to hear from you over the entire eight weeks that you're bored. If you mention the B word in my house, oh my God, you're going to be given a job. But anyway, the cusp, they're on the cusp of freedom, aren't they? They really are. And I don't know, our heads are going to be melted. They are. They're going to be melted for the eight weeks. But you look at it. We'll get on with it. We will get on with it. I want to say a very special hello to a special lady. She works in Louth County Hospital in Dundalk. Her name is Teresa Giff and I heard all about you Teresa on Friday night and you can blame Shauna for this because you'll know Shauna is a good friend of yours. Shauna told me that Teresa is a big fan of the show. She tells everybody when she's working shush now Sinead is on and she turns on the radio and she loves the show and Teresa after everything that Shauna told me on Friday about you and about your love for LMFM. I, my head was so big, I could barely get in the door. Do you know what I mean? Like, talk about feeling loved. So I had to give you a mention on the show today. Thank you so much for getting them all to be quiet in the office and listen to me every day. I felt, I feel amazing. So thank you so much. Also, to the wonderful lady, Kathleen, who I met on Friday when I was out and about in Navin. That lady waited for almost an hour for us to be finished the broadcast so she could come up and say hello to me. I mean, that's amazing. If that was even Keanu Reeves, right? And I got a chance to wait around for him for an hour, I'd be like, ah, nah, I'm not waiting in the the rain and wind. This lady sat around for an hour to wait for me to say hello. I mean, that just is incredible. So I am just on cloud nine with regards to that. Had to say hello and give a shout out to her as well. Thank you so much. Thoroughly enjoyed 
the crack on Friday in uh, Credit Union Plus in Navin. Great to be out and about and I'm going to be out and about again in Navin. I know Navin, you're very special. Uh, going to be out again this week in Macaulay's Pharmacy. So lots of crack there as well. Now look, there's a lot of conversation around uh, Ryan Tuberty and the National Broadcaster and those payments. And whilst regular listeners will know, I do focus on the lighter side of life and of the news on this show. But I've been asked quite a bit, what do I make of it all? And look, I've always admired Ryan Tuberty. You know, he's one of those people, particularly when I was studying and coming up the ranks. And, you know, you, you do aspire to try and be like these amazing broadcasters, you know. And I did have the opportunity to interview him last year. And I found him to be really genuinely lovely man who has a lot of time for people and was very passionate about promoting the Late Late Toy Show Fund, which we were talking about. And he knew everything about the local causes that were receiving the funding. Now, bear in mind, he was doing multiple interviews with radio and print, okay, about the Toy Show Fund. And he was doing this back to back. He knew exactly what organisations I was going to be needing to him to talk about in this local area. He knew his stuff and he was very passionate about, you know, promoting that and, you know, championing and supporting these wonderful organisations. Like a lot of you, I am disappointed to hear about, you know, the payments. And um, I've always felt that people who are in, you know, top positions in, in TV and radio are paid far too much anyway. And you might think, oh, you know, I'm coming at this, maybe feeling a bit hard done by myself because here in local radio, we don't earn anything close to what these guys are earning. And we work with far less resources. And, you know, there is, look, at, to an extent, always a little level of contempt for those of us here at local level because we're putting in the same, you know, hours, if not more, working, as I say, on different, you know, less resources, all that sort of stuff. Contrary to belief, I do not work for two hours. <laughs> if I did, you would definitely hear it. The show would not operate at the standard that it's at on me working for two hours. Uh, now look, you know, he has tarnished his image and it's going to take a while to, to win back public favour, I'm going to say. And, you know, we do, we do remember him making a bit of a song and dance about taking a pay cut and all that sort of stuff. I think really I feel sorry for the people who work with him, the researchers, producers. That's going to be very hard. There's a lot of, you know, trust now that has to be won back. But I do think that there needs to be an examination across the board you know, in terms of their wages and what they earn. You know, it's it's really crazy money when you think about it. It's it's way too much and there's no need for that, really. Okay, they're brilliant. Don't get me wrong. They're the top of their game, but do they really need to be paid hundreds of thousands? I don't think so, you know. But that's my feeling on it anyway. Um, You know, and that's that's all I'm going to say with regards to that. Um, I Do I think he, he'll come back and win us back? <sighs> Who's to say? Who's to say? Like I say, I have a lot of time for him enjoyed chatting with him seemed like a genuine guy disappointed by all this that's happened uh, I have to say now uh, just to let you know uh, WhatsApp 086 1800 658 you're going to need that number I have a lovely prize of a Monday to give away and if, especially for you who needs a little bit of self care I'm going to be bringing you all the details of that very shortly what a performance he put on over the weekend in Marley Park Dermot Kennedy with Kiss Me speaking of epic performances 
Glastonbury. My God, my news feed over the weekend was just like Glastonbury, Glastonbury, Glastonbury. Uh, and there's so many people, so many surprises. Hosier did a surprise gig. Foo Fighters uh, did a, a surprise set as well. Also, um, Rick Astley, everyone's talking about him and his epic ACDC tribute as well that he did at Glastonbury but there's one performance that stands out for all of the right reasons it concerns Lewis Capaldi I'm going to tell you all the details after the break The 11 to 1 show Yes, everybody's talking about Glastonbury at the weekend and of course it was Elton John's farewell, wasn't it, as well? And he did an absolutely epic, epic uh, set as well for people at Glastonbury. But everybody is talking about Lewis Capaldi and I mentioned the documentary that was on Netflix. If you haven't uh, seen it, definitely do check it out because it goes into kind of his rise to acclaim and, you know, the difficult follow-up album and his struggle with Tourette's. And the Tourette's very much came out on Glastonbury at Glastonbury out of his set and um but a lot for for a lot of people it was really really emotional because um it was a huge impact in terms of raising awareness for the condition so for Lewis in the middle of uh, the song he started to lose his voice you know people with Tourette's they have you know different tics things like that and um he was going to power through though to the end he says I'm going to be honest I'm going to start to lose my voice up here but we're going to keep going and I'm going to keep going till the end but I need you to sing with me which they all did everybody just like belted the words back at him and it was absolutely amazing Amazing. And um, there's a mother of a teenager with Tourette's um, who features in the news this uh, this morning and she says that this performance left her in tears because of the amazingly powerful impact it's had raising the awareness on the condition. And she said, watching uh, Lewis yesterday in that moment, I think he did more for Tourette's than any charity or education on the topic has in all the times I've known about Tourette's. I was in tears and uh, she was watching the performance on TV uh, from her house in the UK with her son Harry who also has Tourette's and he, she said he gradually started smiling from seeking solace in the fact that he and Capaldi both had similar tics and uh, he was openly ticking. Um, she says my son tries to suppress it a lot of the time when he's out which means when he comes home there's a huge attack kind of of it but she said that it was just so powerful to see Lewis perform in this way and to highlight it and I think he said as well he's going to take a little breather now for his mental health because look let's be honest for anybody, you know, being at the level that Lewis Capaldi is at just generally is going to be impactful on your mental health. So he's taking a little bit of time out. But what an amazing guy he is and an amazing performance. Uh, Alanis Morissette there with Ironic getting a message on 086-1800-658. Watched Glastonbury all through the weekend. What a fantastic event. Arctic Monkeys, Guns N' Roses, Elton last night but Lewis Capaldi was so emotional but the crowd were brilliant helping him out with his struggle all the way. He was fantastic. Definitely struck home with what he's going through both physically and mentally. Hope he takes a rest. He needs to. I know he's absolutely amazing and I love watching Glastonbury on television as well. Doesn't it? It's brilliant because it just makes you feel like you're part of the action as well when you cannot be there. Now, I want to mention this amazing lady. She's just so incredible. We met her on the show a couple of weeks ago, you might recall. Her name, her name is Tracy's Verbalis. She's from Drogheda and this is all to do with an event that's happening at the weekend. So we met her a couple of weeks ago on the show. Incredible lady. She was diagnosed with pretty much the worst kind of brain cancer known as the Terminator. And although 100% of the tumour was removed, there is a definite possibility of recurrence. So Tracy is now a prime candidate for this revolutionary treatment that can prolong her life. It's 
it's available in the UK but of course like everything in this situation it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars so a GoFundMe has been set up by Daniel her husband and they are running a comedy night as part of this so it's called Stand Up for Tracy Comedy Night it's on in the TLT this Friday the 30th of June and it's going to be a great night Fred Cook Joe Rooney Eric Lawler and loads more are going to be performing on the night and tlt.ie is where you're going to find all of the ticket details and any little bit supporting Tracy would go a huge huge way for her by the way if you want to check out more about Tracy you can find uh, there's an article on lmfm.ie and all the links to the GoFundMe and to the tickets are on there as well There's Paul Brady with Crazy Dreams on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, could you listen to a child in need? The ISPCC, they are on the lookout for volunteers in the Drogheda area specifically for the child line services. We're going to find out more with Elizabeth Fox. She's the supervisor of the volunteers. We're going to join her next. The 11 to 1 show. There's Gloria Gaynor. I will survive. We've been trying to contact Elizabeth Fox there, but uh, we I don't know, she must be held up or something. We'll try to get to her during the show because I really want to tell you all about Childline. They are in need of volunteers uh, for this 24-7 service. So hopefully we'll make contact with Elizabeth a little bit later on. Now, I did promise you something nice of a Monday morning. Yeah. Festival Manaw, it's a wellness festival for women with some of Ireland's top holistic influencers. They're going to share their knowledge on the day. It's the ultimate connection of Ireland's largest women's circle. There's going to be top facilitators hosting lots of different styles of yoga and meditation. There's going to be lots of ceremonies, unique artists playing music. Essentially, this is just going to be a a nice self-care. A day to spoil yourself, okay? It's happening this weekend... And full details, festivalmanaw.com, okay? I'm offering you a pair of tickets to go along to Festival Manaw. Would you like to go? Well, all you have to do is tell me what do you love to do for a little bit of me time or self-care? You know, I know it's rare that you get a chance to have a little bit of time for yourself. But when you do get that opportunity, what do you love to indulge in? Is it running a nice bath, maybe? Lighting some candles and just having a soak forgetting the stress and strains of the day or do you love to curl up with a book maybe or is it just simple you know a cup of tea that's hot and remains hot for the duration of you drinking it maybe in the garden or something I want to know maybe it's going for a walk that's your idea of self-care tell me what is your idea of self-care what do you love to do to spoil yourself 086 1800 658 and I'm going to give you those tickets to Festival Manaw it just sounds amazing there's also Reiki healings as well different things like that you're going to float out of there you know you're going to absolutely float out of there after this it's happening in the Westmeath area full details festivalmanaw.com so 086 1800 658 what do you like to do for a little bit of self-care let me know there's Nelly and Kelly there with Dilemma. Sinead Brazel here with you and we have Elizabeth Fox on the line with us now. We are talking about the Child Line Service and the ISPCC are really in need of volunteers in the Drada area. How are you getting on, Elizabeth? 
Great, thanks. Thanks a million for having us on today. Thank you. Great to have you on the show. Now, tell us a little bit about your own journey as a volunteer with Childline. How did you get involved with them initially? Okay, so many, many years ago, I saw the advertising. Something I wanted to do, thought, um, try it out. Um, I went on thinking I'd like to be in a position to help to help children and young people in need and um, took a chance, did the interview um, and I liked the ethos that matched mm. up with us. The big thing for me was I had thought I could go online and I could help the children by if they rang in and said something to me about, oh, they lost something or something and I like to kind of guide them on how to find it and that's a very simplistic thing yeah. but I found with the training you do help them but in a very different way that we're helping them through really listening to them but getting them to make the decisions for themselves through kind of um, I suppose the resilience and empowering and getting them to think critically as well, what they can do in their situations. And that was a learning piece for me mm. because it said, oh, this is a life skill for them to learn going on in life. So no matter how many times they bring back looking to chat to us, we'd still have the same model of, oh, what do you think you could do and who could you chat to? And so they were learning and a really important life skill for them to take away with them forever. Yeah, completely. And I love that, that you kind of put it back towards them. It's kind of almost helping them. Uh, and as you say, completely empowers them then going forward. So do, do you remember the first call you had to take? Like, how were you feeling about it? No doubt, no doubt a bit nerve wracking. Absolutely. And the training is fantastic. I don't think I've ever met anyone that would say the training is it might seem a little bit, oh, it's over 12 weeks, but it really sets you up. So, um, yeah, my first little call was of a girl, actually, who had um, had a bad experience with Daddy. Daddy was um, putting rules in place because she was overspending on his card. Okay. And there was a little bit of rules going on. She just didn't like Daddy for that moment in time. And we're telling her, why do you think Daddy would do all this? And so forth. And then... We got around to it, yeah, that, you know, dad wasn't a bad person in the end, but it was just something I was keeping me on my toes um, and trying to get her to see, well, dad's minding you and he's keeping an eye on what you're spending and so forth. So, yeah, it was a nice experience, but nervous at the same time. Completely. And not the sort of call that would typically come to mind because people like to kind of, I suppose, focus on the very dire situations that children will find themselves in. And obviously you do take calls of that nature. But like you say, it could be from kids that are in that situation where they just don't like a rule that's been put in place by mum and dad. And it's like talking to you is going to kind of help them work through that. Absolutely. Like you have that moment of hate him and why is he doing it and then you kind of talk them talk them around and yeah the stereotypical would have been in the past about the children that unfortunately are in there there are in dire needs yeah. that might be in a home but there are so many other children that ring and use the service and I'd actually encourage parents to get their children to ring services that can't um talk to their own child to say, mm. you know, give to, to get ring Childline and have a chat with them. It can be anything from that to falling out with their friends yeah. or being afraid, oh my friends are gonna they haven't asked me to go out with them, what'll I do to um 
just general kind of everyday things yeah. are going to pennies doing getting their haul and this friend didn't like what they were getting and then as I said we do then have the more serious calls for sure but the training is exemplary in that it's kind of under two pillars there's the pillar of kind of how to take a call and the whole process there and then about topics that we tend to get in that's based on the trends that we would receive in childline. And that's, you're, you're alluding to some of them there, absolutely. All sort of different teenage problems and, and childhood problems completely. And, you know, would you say as well that there was an increase in the need for the services since COVID? Because we're hearing a lot about, you know, a lot of different children, again, from all walks of life, suffering various different, you know, experiences with mental health issues and anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. At 100% it has increased so much so that even within child language we're progressive and everyone can see it's going on that we offer so many services. So a great first contact for children is that, that it is that they can pick up phone. They've, every child pretty much has devices, even though that can be phone of contention in families as well. And the child could be ringing the saying, they won't give me the phone or they will up to date. But every child will have a device and can access us via a phone call like you and I are having mm-hmm. or on our chat service as well. And again, our own website, childline.ie, is amazing. It's a fantastic resource for parents that keep parents up to date on what's going on. And we've also got our digital service as well where we do have a program that um, children are supported and parents are supported with anxiety there as well. And in terms of the, the volunteers that you're looking for, you're looking for them at the moment in the Drogheda area. Um, what criteria would the volunteers need to have? Oh, um, we're, it's open to anyone that just wants to actually just listen. Okay. I said anyone that has the four, we generally ask for people to have four hours mm-hmm. in their week. Um to come along to the unit and we're there we operate from 10am until 10pm and in Drada we are there um, Thursday, Friday and Saturday so if anyone had a couple of hours they'd like to come in and and give to give to the children and then the training itself kicks off for this training in September and it's in-house, it's over a period of 12 weeks where it's very much June that you'll be um, learning the skills as you go along, but also learning how to and listening to how calls are done, how chats are done. And then there is the opportunity then when you kind of have that sorted and get over those hurdles that you can then also take on a client in our digital service too. Fantastic. And, you know, I can hear it from you, you know, that becoming a volunteer with Childline has been so, so rewarding for you. So how would you encourage others to, to get involved? So, so the first point to call is if anyone wanted, they can come on to volunteer, volunteer um, at isbcc.ie. So mm-hmm. they can contact us there and we'll get back, kind of back in touch with them. Um, Neve is our supervisor in the region and uh, I'm there as well. So um, we're located there in Dyer Street. So people can pop into us and just um, want to meet up with us, have a chat. And we'll take it there. There is an application form. We do have to go through our guard of vetting. Of course. And we yep. do have to have our children first. 
But these are all things that people, it doesn't have to be a scary thing for anyone. We talk you through all that. We go through with it. Um, for anyone that's listening, um, it is just a phone call. It is a headset. And then we do have to record. So there is a little element of IT attached to it. Yeah. But it's very minimum that the training will show you that as you go along. Fantastic. Well, Elizabeth, I wish you the best of luck finding more volunteers. I've no doubt that you will. Thank you so much for, for joining us today. Thanks a million. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Elizabeth Fox there. If you want more information, volunteer recruitment at ispcc.ie. The 11 to 1 show. Beauticians, there's a day for you today that's coming up in the Northeast Update. Plus, I'll be getting to some of your messages about self care right after Tom Grennan. There's Tom Grennan with a little bit of love on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now it's time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1977, Elvis Presley sings in Indianapolis for the last performance of his career. And today is a day for the beauticians. We all need a little help looking our best now and then. Well, today is National Beauticians Day. It's celebrating those absolute geniuses is what I'm going to say who can help us hide our flaws and bring out the absolute best in our beauty so beauticians day today LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows creating the perfect home is a journey let us guide you visit our Drogheda Dundalk and new Navin showrooms discover more at senatorwindows.ie We're talking self-care on the show today because I have a lovely competition for you. It's Festival Manaw. It's happening in Westmead this weekend and I have a pair of tickets up for grabs. It's a wellness festival for women with some of Ireland's top holistic influencers sharing their knowledge on the day. So there's going to be lots of yoga, meditation, breath work. There's going to be healing cacao ceremonies. There's a big thing now, the, the cacao also unique artists playing music also sound baths one-on-one reggae healing sessions and much more full details festivalmanaw.com would you like to go along I have a pair of tickets up for grabs we're asking you how do you like to kind of you know treat yourself what do you do for self-care and they're coming in on 086 658 Denise says a daily walk with the dogs once the kids are gone into school oh yeah that's lovely isn't it and, and to do that every day as well that's very nice uh, it's a rare treat but a facial always nice for self care says another message oh yeah you know when you just sort of you save up for a bit and you kind of every that's not an everyday thing that's not even an every month thing is it <laughs> it's pricey but so worth it when uh, I work in a crash sorry so I sometimes just like to sit in pure silence after a day of noise says Chloe yeah, I just, I really admire people who work in crashes. That noise level would just be through the roof. So just to kind of go out and into your car, maybe even before you even leave and just sit in pure silence is bliss. I want to find out what you do for self-care. It could be something as simple as that. It could be just going for a drive. It could be just enjoying a cup of tea. What do you like to do just to give yourself a little bit of self-care, a little bit of me time? 86 658 And those tickets for Festival Manor up for grabs. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app.
Hi, I'm Crossy. Ashton Kutcher has admitted he wasn't that nice during the time of his hit show, Punk'd. At the time, he was in tons of hit movies and felt like there was no one there to tell him no. When Mila and I started dating, she was like, you were... And I was like, I probably was. I just think that, like, you can't... When you when you have that kind of a run of success, it's it's hard to, like, self-regulate. And you don't really have people telling you no. Like, I, I think, like... I think success, generally people end up bringing people around them when they're successful that just become yes men and tell you that you're great. And even when you're doing things that are not great, they tell you that they're great and then don't self-regulate and then you become a jerk. Harrison Ford has said he has no plans to retire. The 80-year-old is back for his fifth installment of Indiana Jones. The Hollywood legend says he doesn't do well when he doesn't have work. He said, I love to work. I love to feel useful. It helps my Jones. I want to be helpful. Kelly Clarkson has admitted she didn't want the song Breakaway on her album. The song was written by Avril Lavigne and she gave it to Kelly. The record label pushed for it to be on the album and it ended up being on the title of it too. I just didn't think it fit in. I'm going to give the label this one. They, They were really like pushing for it and I was like man if y'all really believe in it alright but like I just didn't feel like it fit in with the record but and wow, then we what? ended up naming it Breakaway <laughs> this is one of your biggest hits it's and also I wonder if- one of the biggest hits too because it was on the Princess Diaries 2 soundtracks right. Disney but I wonder- can promote some music y'all <laughs> that's the buzz I'm Crossy the buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app just to let you know, if you are texting, I have a little issue with my text machine at the moment, but the WhatsApp it seems to be working fine. So 086-1800-658 for your answers to the quiz. And now at Navin Pride event, just want to let people know that there's a Pride Speed Quizzing Night in Henry Loughran's pub that is happening tonight. Also, there's going to be a queer open mic night in the Royal Meath hosted by Sam's Collective. That's happening Wednesday. The Central is hosting a Navin Pride drag bingo night on Friday as well and there's going to be a DJ set and everything afterwards and uh, the festival uh, will close um, on the 1st of July with a fantastic parade also there's um, the Breaking Down Barriers talk on LGBTQ plus issues with a range of speakers that's happening in Solstice Arts Centre Thursday 29th at 6pm and the full details Nav and Pride you can get them all over social media you'll find all the details on their Facebook Ed Sheeran with Lego House this guy has made more than Lego houses he has made things like Dublin's Convention Centre out of Lego Houston Station out of Lego Arnott's the Aviva Stadium and probably the most impressive the National Library of Ireland which took him a whopping five years to make Unreal. We're going to be chatting to David Fennell. He is one of the main organisers behind Brick Fela. It's coming to the City North Hotel in Gormanstown July 15th and 16th. We're going to chat to David next. The 11 to 1 show. Lego fans are in for a real treat this summer as Brick Fela returns on July 15th and 16th at the City North Hotel in Gormanstown. So two days of Lego building fun with visits from top international model builders to Ireland's largest brick pit, a big build challenge and a few surprises on the way. This event is a must for Lego fans of all ages. Joining me now to tell us more is David Fennell. He, as well as being a prolific model builder, David is co-founder of Brick.ie and one of the lead organisers of Brick Fela and he's on the line. How are you getting on, David? Getting on grand. Great great to have you on the programme. So bring me back. Tell me about your love of Lego because is is this something that you started playing with in childhood? Where does it come from? Yeah, um, that's exactly what happened. I think we had our set back in the day 
and then along came like like many parents or children come along <laughs> start building with them and you end up building with the adults <laughs> totally totally you do and was it something like did you just sort of continue to play or did you kind of rediscover it again in adulthood because like was there a time when your parents were like okay David we need to talk about the Lego you need to just put the Lego away now you're getting a bit too old for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you go to college you know, like I was lucky that the Lego was I think put in a ward for hopefully never to be seen again maybe by some parents perspective but actually I knew it was always there so so years later, as I said, you know, along come the um, the children, and you just retrieve the old level that helps, I suppose, when you're starting back again. So it never really went away. With the it was always there. I wouldn't have built constantly, you know, as you were going through your teenage years and into your early twenties. But certainly, start once you start back building with the kids, you start kind of figuring out, oh, that's nice level. I might have a look at that, and you end up then making your own stuff. Oh, totally. And is it like a case of hands off? That's Daddy's Lego, or is it like? Have <laughs> you seen the Lego movie? That's exactly what it's like, isn't it? <laughs> I love the Lego movie. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, we had it's a bit like that. Um, the kids are pretty good, but they're, they're grown up a little bit now. My oldest, uh, just, or the youngest, just to believe the demon there. So okay. Um, so she's not kind of in the stage where I don't have to put up the do not touch signs. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the great thing about Lego. It's that one toy that's kind of intergenerational, isn't it? It is. Um, we have one member, for example, from the Dutty, lives in Belfast and she's a retired doctor. Oh. So it used to say on the boxes, I think, zero to 99. I think it's got rid of that now because if you're 100, you can still play with the Lego. This is it. This is it. Exactly. And, you know, in terms of, you know, the, the stuff that you've built, you have built quite a few really impressive things from Lego over the years. So give us an idea of some of the stuff that you've created. Yeah. The most recent thing that you probably would have seen would be the National Museum, uh, National Library, sorry, in uh, Dublin. Yes. Uh, that was built with my wife. In fact, we have just finished uh, its twin across from the courtyard, the National Museum, and that's going to be fail later in the summer. Oh, but brilliant. both of those models are huge. Uh, before that, I would have built Houston Station, Dublin Convention Centre, the Aviva Stadium, which was in the Lego store for a while. Generally, anything that's kind of city, built, I'd have a go at. And, and tell people how long it took you to do the, the library, the National Library, because yourself and your lovely wife, Brenda, uh, both worked on this together. Yeah, yeah, we have been. It took four and a half years to build that. Um, that was really nice. <laughs> we built a few things in between. Yeah, and uh, trying to figure it out actually was the hard part because it's, it's very difficult in Ontario building level to realise that some of these buildings aren't on an even uh, level. Yeah, they're actually on a slope. So, so imagine trying to build the basement. You can't go onto the table. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Like, never mind now. Like, if if something took me even a week to build, I'd be like, forget about it. I'd have it smashed down in frustration. I mean, how did you? It's like you must have the patience of a saint. Yeah. Well, imagine then it building something or starting something, and then the plans change. That's what happens yeah. uh, throughout that build because that's based on a redevelopment projects that's planned out there. So the plans were changing. So at one stage, I built a staircase in one position. I had to change it completely. And then, so, it, it, so it's bad enough building it once without having to build it twice. Yeah. Well, this is the thing in the chopping and changing and everything else. The frustrations would be flying. Plus as well, I mean, you do, do you know, you were building this with your wife. I mean, I can only, you know, imagine the bickering then that might come about, you know? <laughs> no, it's a good teamwork. <laughs> she's actually like I think a lot of um, people know like the new botanical level range so she actually likes building the trees and the gardens and the courtyard okay. area in particular 
So, again, that's what she likes doing. So, for example, we have a Dublin Zoo module coming to Brick Vale also, and oh, she's building kind of some of the um, exhibits that are more um, outdoor Yes. Because I'm actually focusing on the reptile house. Okay, so it's a good team. That that is good partnership there, absolutely. And, you know, in in terms of, was that then the most challenging thing that you've built from Lego? It's certainly up there. And I have built a cinema in the shape of a piano that was quite tricky. Wow. Um, The convention centre actually in Dublin, if anybody knows it, it's like, you can imagine kind of a glass Coca-Cola can turned sideways. That's that's the best way of describing the point of it. That was actually quite difficult in terms of uh, how to get the curved glass front that, that was probably the trickiest build okay okay and, and like and would you you have to obviously be kind of quite technically minded as well like good obviously with you know engineer type skills David yeah I'm not an engineer but but actually I think it, it's kind of a mix isn't it um, I know people have asked me before and it's kind of like art and engineering isn't it it's yeah. kind of like sometimes I build arty things like mosaic other times it's a bit of engineering like technic a lot of these models need technic things to move uh, or even the strength. So you're kind of figuring out, well, this thing's going to stay in one piece if I lift it. Because obviously, if you figure it out, how you're going to get it made to be as well. Oh, so yes. It's both, really, isn't it? It's art and engineering. Oh, that's exactly it. Yeah, because, oh, you can't just display them at home all the time. That does bring me, though, to the question about space, David. Do you have a man cave that's just filled with Lego, or where do you store all this stuff? <laughs> my, my wife would say we store it in too many places. <laughs> I think what I'm doing is I'm moving it around and she's hoovering, and then she'll find the same box probably turning up in the middle room kind of a little bit later. Yeah. But, yeah, the fanatics and, you know, um, a Lego room, we do have a Lego room. Amazing. Um, I, th- I think uh, we're not the only ones in Britain that have that, and by the way, there's others do it as well. So it's a common affliction with uh, with a Lego hobby. It kind of gobbles up all the available space pretty, pretty quickly. Oh, it totally would. Uh, but that's fantastic. So a Lego room, and you mentioned Brick.ie. So this is an online community of Lego builders like yourself. Tell us a little bit more about this organisation. Yeah, uh, Brick.ie is a kind of a loose connection of individuals. So we've been set up about 13 years ago at this stage. Um, I was one of the first there. There's a few others. Um, in fact, uh, one of the other co-founders, Rick and Zada. Um, but actually, so what we do is we get together and we, you know, meet up, chat about Lego. But one of the things that the members do are build models. So if you think of any particularly, any big model that's been built in the country over the last two years, it's most likely been built by one of our guys oh, or ladies. Oh, very good. And they, as you say, they shared a lot of the building experience and they, uh, I love this aspect of it. You have something called Fairy Bricks where you donate Lego to children in hospital, which is such a lovely thing to do. Yeah, they, actually Brick Fail, as I mentioned earlier, but that, that's the charity partner. Um, and they're actually more than charity partners. They, they actually are bringing their giant brick bits with them over and their mosaic. Um, what they do is, Fairy Bricks is a charity that operates throughout Europe. Um, but in particular, the Irish and UK kind of get the, the best of the deal. Uh, so they come over once a year and deliver uh, children's uh, hospitals, so all the children's wards in the hospital where there's a children's ward. They deliver uh, brand new sets. In the, like there's thousands of these sets yeah. that come over every year. Just before Christmas, myself and my wife had to deliver some of them to Mullingar, the most recent delivery. But typically it's in the September around that time. And it's basically, you know, what happens is sometimes children are in hospitals and they're in for treatment, mm-hmm. they're, they're on the course of therapy, course of treatment, and it, sometimes they just need something just to cheer them up. Other times the play therapists need something to keep the children occupied. And what we find as well is that some of the, the hospitals around the country don't always get the same level of attention maybe as others. So we try and deal with every hospital to get something 
Um, so, so, you know, a lot of these deaths. That's what they're all about. It's quite simple, really. It's simple, but so effective and, and fantastic thing to do. So we mentioned at the start there, Brick Fela coming in a couple of weeks' time now to the City North Hotel. This is going to be quite the event for Lego fans. Tell us more about what's happening. Yeah, Brickfaila is kind of unique in one way. Uh, we have over 40 exhibitors, so it isn't just our Irish exhibitors from Brick.ie. We also have international. The beauty of being around for so long is we've got lots of contacts. Yes. So, so those guys are coming over. Um, some of them have got Technic uh, Great Wall Contractions, which any of the Technic people listening might know what they are. Um, we have the, um, the Brick Pits, as you mentioned before. We also have a big build. So fairy bricks are actually since the beginning of the year. They're also Lego certified professionals, mm-hmm. which means they're tied into Lego Group as actually being if you like more professional than the normal builder. So okay. they have designed the model for us, and what the public will be doing at the show, like, like last year with Duck, but this year it's something different. So all these little bricks make big bricks, and then that big brick makes a lovely colourful model. Uh, I won't tell you what it is, but it's, it's supposed to be very swashbuckling. <laughs> ah, okay. He's given us a little clue into that. That's so fantastic. So you get the public kind of involved in this. Yeah, there's more than just looking at the best models in the country. We also have the public. You know, we know it's like you know, if you're in a candy shop, you have to be able to eat such a sweet, yeah. sweet. So <laughs> oh, but hang on now. Body. What about clumsy people like me, David? Do you know what I mean? Like I'd be a hazard now around something like well, well, an like, like you know what I send you to the Duplo for <laughs> <laughs> I'll go in with the toddlers and the Duplo. Love it. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, as you mentioned there as well, you spoke about a mosaic challenge that the the uh, fairy brick uh, guys are going to be doing as well. Yeah, yeah. The mosaic fairy brick, this is where fairy brick started. a lot of their Lego kind of activities. Um, the, the, what, think of a patchwork quilt. You know, like, you mm. know those quilts where you join up and make a square yeah. and then somebody else makes another square and it all joins up. There's different ways you can do it. Sometimes they're pretty random. But the way we do it, is they design a huge multimeter, you know, um, floor mosaic, and okay. everybody builds a square, which may not look like much when you look at it, but when you put it on the floor and add it to all the other squares, it starts to form a picture, a level teams uh, picture on the floor. Oh, fantastic! Uh, we we did something similar last year actually when the Lego store was being opened in Grafton Street. We actually built the billboard made a Lego. Ah. We actually got the public to ask uh, one of the Comic Cons to build it, and they put it up on the billboard. And not a thing that ripped them off, by the way. <laughs> oh, that, that <laughs> that's brilliant! And actually, I do know as you mentioned it there, I did visit it. It was like one of the things last year that we promised the kids that, that we do during the summer holidays, and we visited the Lego store. My goodness me! Like you would just spend hours there, wouldn't you? You would. Uh, for adults like ourselves, we usually raid in the park to try and get our model finished. Yes. Uh, so, so we like the park wall. But if you like mini figures, uh, building them up, and certainly some of the sets there, you know, if they're interesting, especially the gift reporters, we all like these stuff, don't we? Yeah, oh, completely. Absolutely, completely. Now, you did mention Ireland's largest Lego pit. Now, can you sort of dive into that, like a ball pit? <laughs> well, you know what? They actually, I think, were reusable broad ball pits. They might have been in a previous life. That's what might they might have been. Okay. These are typically four metres by two metres. They are the biggest um, that you can get, I think. And, and literally, they are full of bricks. So, yes, we have pictures of people diving into them, although... As you know, if you stand on one of these things, it's not necessarily advisable <laughs> to dive in. <laughs> dive at your own discretion, people. You know what I mean? Yes, this is like the house warning. No diving. <laughs> no lifeguard on duty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, as we mentioned there, you do have a couple of surprises. You don't want to reveal all just yet. But this is something now that really the whole family, young and old, can totally get involved in, in, in an event like this. 
it's great and in fact I suppose it's convenient as well in the sense that you don't have to drive down to Dublin for the fabric yeah. and, and it's also free parking the other thing that you can do by the way as well, mm-hmm. is you get a wristband when you come in so you can come and go as much as you like throughout the day because I know there's a very popular playground there actually, oh there is <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's brilliant so people can come back in and out so how can we get tickets then yeah, there's a number of ways. They're sold through Eventbrite, um, but the easiest way is probably to go on to mm-hmm. um or, or the Bricky or Brickfailer Facebook pages as well will have links. But the easiest is probably www.brickfailer.ie and get a ticket link there. But it's on Eventbrite, so just search for Brickfailer. Fantastic. Well, it's going to be a great event, David. Of no doubt there's going to be th- loads of people getting involved in this because judging from the amount of even Lego clubs that are set up after school here in this local area, it's hugely popular uh, for, for kids, definitely. So I can already uh, t- I can already predict people going online now going grand. That's something to keep the, the kids entertained for a couple of days over the summer holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, this is only we're doing one weekend a year. So yeah. um, it, it's not something that you can kind of, you know, No, do it now. Absolutely do it now. Well, listen, David, thank you so, so much for joining us today. Lovely, nice talking to you. You too. Thanks a million. David Fennell there. You can find out more details. As he said, brickfaila.ie is probably the best website to get it on. They're on Facebook as well. And uh, if you want to find out more about the community, it's brick.ie. The 11 to 1 show. Oh, it gives me Robert Miles vibes as well, that one. Calvin Harris, Ellie Golding, Miracle and LMFM's 11 to 1. Last call for a competition festival, Manaw Wellness Festival happening this weekend in Westmeath. If you'd like to go along, have a pair of tickets up for grabs. All you have to do is tell me, what do you like to do for self-care? I love sitting down of an evening with an ice cold can of Pepsi, watching the soaps in peace. Has to be a can, plus do not touch my Pepsi, says Bernie Knowlton in Dremin. Well, I wouldn't be a Pepsi fan, Bernie, but I do understand where you're coming from with that. You know, when you have your thing, that's your thing. I discovered actually this beautiful chocolate that I, I think it's like, I don't know if it's just an Aldi, but I got it in Aldi anyway. It's called Chaucer chocolate. Now, you know, I have to find things that are gluten free, so it's a bit tricky. Normally, I would try a Cadbury, but I can't. Some Cadbury doesn't agree with me. So Chaucer, it's huge as well. And I put it in the fridge as well. And I'm like, do not touch this show sir chocolate or you will suffer the wrath of me that is for sure uh, so that's my little you know two two or three squares a day of the show sir I like that as well for a little bit of self care do you keep those coming in 86 658 I've got music from Westlife on the way right after the jobs LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Board Gosh Energy win all Ireland senior hurling final tickets with new boiler installations T's and C's apply see localheroes.ie Clonmore Residential and Respite CLG require two team leaders slash person in charge for the Meath area. Please forward your CV and application to info at clonmore.ie and pop in team leader in the subject bar. Alfco Farm Services Limited require a full-time retail shop assistant in the Trim area. Please send your CV to Ronan. He's Ronan at alfco.ie. Douglas Nurseries and Horticultural Services Limited require landscape operatives based in the RD area. Please email info at douglaslandscaping.ie And Ashburn Tire Centre Limited require tire fitters for a very busy depot. Please email accounts at ashburntirecentre.ie Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section lmfm.ie 
LMFM Job Search with local heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit localheroes.ie There's Van Morrison, have I told you lately. Barbara Gorman, you're going to be going along to Manaw Festival. She says, going for a stroll along the beach. Nothing better than a little bit of self-care. Absolutely brilliant. You're going along to that festival. We'll be in touch with you for all of the details. Have I got time for this? I've always got time for it. Rod Stewart, here he is with Rhythm of My Heart and LMFM's 11 to 1. Rod Stewart bringing our show to a close that is my lot on the show for today thank you so much for, to the guests and to you for your company stay tuned for Jerry Kelly on the way at half one but for now for me it's goodbye talk to you tomorrow The 11 to 1 show Hi this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.